Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, this is episode 159 of Celebrate Cultivate, and I'm your host and intuition coach, Kayleen Elise Seuss. Have you ever felt stuck between your mind and your intuition? This is so common. And today I'm going to share ways to find alignment and clarity when you're navigating the tug of war between your thoughts and your inner wisdom. From unraveling emotional blocks to soothing the mind and seeking intuitive guidance, these simple strategies are going to help you so much. This whole episode is inspired by a question I received in my DMs. So here's the message. Hey, Kayleen, I hope it's okay to ask you an inner voice question. Have you ever felt like your inner voice is calling you towards something, but your mind is pulling you in a completely different direction? I feel like tug of war at the moment. Any tips or rather any good inner voice questions to ask about the whole thing? My mind is really not vibing with my inner voice. So first of all, I want to start by saying... Absolutely, my DMs are open for us to connect. So is my email. Questions like this are a real joy for me to answer because I love helping women connect with their inner wisdom. It's the whole reason why I'm doing this work. It's why I have this podcast. It's why I'm coaching. It's just why I'm here. And I really, really do love helping out so much. This is like, one of my favorite things. And yes, I have absolutely felt this way. It is so common, so normal to feel pulled in opposite directions by your mind and your inner voice. It can be a really intense feeling and it can just be so uncomfortable. I was talking with a friend this morning and she was saying how she wishes there were intuition coaches for kids and teenagers. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I see that as like one of my jobs as my kid's mom to show them that their inner voice is always guiding them. And we're kind of in this middle generation, if you feel that way too, that as a whole, we are all discovering the beauty, the magic, the wisdom of what we hold inside of us, of our intuition. And then we are realizing that within ourselves. Then we are embodying it and normalizing it for our children and for those who come after us. And if you're lucky enough to have had somebody in your life who kind of showed you the magic and the beauty of inner voice intuition as you were growing up, then that's incredible. But I would say most of the time people were taught that you need to look outside yourself for answers, that the experts, the quote unquote experts know what to do and that you don't know. And so this is one of the reasons why 
on a very consistent basis, you might feel pulled in one direction by your inner voice, by your intuition. And then your mind might be like, yeah, but we have to consult the experts or that's not what they say to do. And so there is a lot of tension and there is a lot of conflict inside when you feel that pull back and forth. And the other reason why you might feel super uncomfortable in that conflict is because there is a lot of fear in the mind. And I think it was about in 2019, I saw Shaman Durek, which if you don't know who Shaman Durek is, he is quite an incredible character. He's a modern day shaman. He has a podcast and great books. And I saw him speak at an event and he said that fear is a lack of information. And at its core, the mind really does not enjoy not having all of the information. And when there is that conflict between the mind and the inner voice, oftentimes It's because the mind is not convinced that what the inner voice wants is best. So if it's not convinced that what the inner voice wants is best, it's like, hold on a second. Like we need to make a plan, do our research, consult the experts, ask everybody else like what they think of this situation, right? And a lot of that is because it's afraid of doing the wrong thing. So if you've ever felt fearful of not being perfect or not doing the right thing and have ignored the guidance of your inner voice because of that, just know that there's nothing wrong with you. You didn't, you're not bad. Like you're just totally normal. That is a super, super normal, common thing to do. Another reason why a conflict between the inner voice and the mind might arise actually doesn't have anything to do with the mind itself. It has to do with your emotions. So if there is an emotional story, if there is a thought pattern or an emotional pattern or even just an energetic block in the way between you and that thing that your inner voice is guiding you to do... That is something that Bella Lively calls emotional beanbags, what Eckhart Tolle calls the emotional pain body. And it's this very normal, super common thing that happens to everybody, which is that inside our emotional bodies, we have stuck and trapped emotions that are keeping us in place. And so if the inner voice is guiding you towards something and you have a beanbag around that topic or that guidance from the inner voice pokes at a beanbag, then it's not that the mind isn't vibing with that guidance from the inner voice. It's the beanbag that isn't vibing. And as soon as you resolve that inner conflict through emotional release of releasing that beanbag, then you're going to have a lot more alignment with the mind. So it isn't even something that the mind is doing wrong. It's just that you have a beanbag that's been poked because of the guidance that your inner voice is giving you. So you can override the inner voice and do what the mind wants wants to do. Or you can override the mind and do what the inner voice wants to do. Or option C is that you can release the emotional energy that's blocking you. And that's going to really help solve and soothe that feeling of tug of war. 
So releasing beanbags is a totally normal, totally common practice that your body knows what to do. Your awareness knows what to do. If you've ever watched a child be super upset about something, have a tantrum, feel their feelings, and come down from that tantrum naturally after the release coming to that same situation, like totally calm, (laughs) that is them releasing beanbags. And over time, as adults, we've like learned not to throw tantrums, not to feel our feelings for one reason or another. And so it is something that you can relearn in a safe, supportive way with an inner voice facilitator, with a therapist. Like there's so much somatic healing, right? There's like a million different ways through exercise, through breath work, so many things that you can do to release emotional energy. I have a client recently who is has been historically really knotted up about work and she quit her corporate job. She's starting a new business. It's really exciting. It's what she's always wanted, but there are a lot of beanbags and that is totally okay, right? That makes sense that doing something new would bring up beanbags around fear, around being seen, around doing things wrong. Like, of course, of course, of course. So when you're in a situation where your inner voice is guiding you and your mind is like, oh, hold the phone. Like, this is not okay. That is a signal to you that there are some emotions that maybe need to get released. There is some support and soothing that you can do for the mind. When I was talking to my friend this morning and she was saying, oh, wouldn't it be so nice if there were inner voice and intuition coaches for kids and teenagers. (laughs) The thing that she said, she works with children. So she was saying, I always tell my students to listen to that voice inside of them. But so often we do have that conflict between the mind and the inner voice. Like the inner voice, we can hear the inner voice, but the mind is worried that it's going to do something wrong. So taking time to soothe and support and take care of the mind is a worthy practice that is really going to help you on the path towards finding alignment and ease as you listen to your intuition. So here are a few strategies that you can try in addition to releasing beanbags that is really going to help you find that peace as you do something that's uncomfortable to the mind. So number one is to give the situation a deadline or some sort of timeline for the thing. So if you make an agreement internally, like, okay, inner voice, I will do what you're saying for the next five days. But then after that, we're going to check in. And if it feels better to go back to the old way of doing things, we're going to do that. And you could pick five days, you can pick 30 days, you can pick five minutes. It doesn't matter. It just helps the mind release the grip on the topic because now it knows there's like a safety latch that you don't have to do this forever. It's not a permanent thing. You can always go back to the way that it was. Number two is ask for signs. So you can ask your inner voice, you can ask the universe or whatever higher power that you 
connect to to make this decision so obvious that I can't ignore it. Give me some signs that I'm on the right path. And the signs can be aligned numbers. They can be rainbows. They can be parking spots. It doesn't matter what the signs are. You can name the sign. Like you can say, show me a turtle in her voice so that I know that I'm on the right track. Or you can just say, let me know. Like, just make it so obvious. Either way, then the trick is to release your grip and to not look for the signs, but just to let them come to you, right? Like when we're in that looking mode, it can really trip you up. So release it, allow it to surprise and delight you. And as you ask for signs, as you set that intention, then everything's going to start to sync up to make it really clear and obvious that you're on the right path. Number three is pull a card. So pull a tarot card, pull an oracle card, similar to, you know, asking for a sign, but it's a more direct action. If you don't have any cards or, you know, they're not on hand or you're not aligned with that right now, you can also just pick up a book that you really love and just open it to a random page and let that be the guidance that you receive. And so as you're pulling the cards or opening up the book, the intention is to get some wisdom from that experience that's going to help the mind feel better about what's happening. And give that a try. It can be a really active and supportive exercise that will help the mind feel a little bit better about the situation. And then number four is to do some self-care for the mind. Do something that the mind loves. It might be organizing your bookshelf in alphabetical order or color coding your nail polish or organizing something else in a different way. You know, for me, it always comes down to organization, but maybe there's something totally unrelated to organization that feels really, really happy and satisfying to the mind that feels productive because the mind needs a job. Like the mind wants to be doing something well. So give it something that it can do well that is totally unrelated to the guidance that your inner voice is giving you and see what happens. Like just give the mind a little bit of peace, give it a cookie, give it a gold star. Like those are the things that the mind lives for. And there's nothing wrong with you supporting the mind by giving it something like that. Here are a few questions that you can ask your inner voice to help soothe the mind, to help give yourself a little bit of peace in this process. The first question is to directly ask the intuition, why is the mind having such a hard time? The act of naming that difficulty of going to your inner voice and asking like, what's the deal here? Why is the mind struggling so much? Can really help put things in place, can help make the picture make more sense. So doing that can also reveal to you where there are emotional beanbags that are ready to be released. And then you can go through the process of releasing them. So that is a great question to ask. Another one is, what can I do to soothe and support the mind? So in addition to those four things that I mentioned, if you ask this question, you might get something really direct and simple from the intuition, like go for a walk, take a nap, take a shower, read a book, watch Real Housewives, right? Like these are real things that the inner voice can give you to soothe the mind. The next one is one of my favorite questions, which is, do I have to make a decision right now? 
There's a lot of time that we spend stressing and agonizing over decisions and choices before it's even time to make that decision, before it's even time to make that choice. So when you ask, do we have to make a decision right now, you're opening the potential that now is not the right time and to just put that whole situation aside. And then a follow-up for that is inner voice. Will you let me know when the time is right? I had a client who was really new for the longest time that she was going to quit her job. And it's been a long time at this job knowing that she's going to leave. But whenever we check in with her in her voice, it says, you will leave, but not right now. And so it just continues to be something that she checks in on, but she's not going against her inner voice. So she can have a lot of peace there. And she's also not going against the mind because even though the mind is like, well, we're going to leave it knows like now is not the right time. And so there's just a lot more peace around that after she asked that question. The next question you can ask is, instead of thinking about this topic, what can I do with the mind to bring it more comfort and ease? So it's similar to one of the other questions, that second one, but it's different in the sense of every time you think about this topic, what can you do with your mind instead? And your inner voice is going to give you such a beautiful idea or thing to do in that moment. And if you get the wisdom from your inner voice that can be so peaceful, but also so frustrating, which is all is well, that's a super common thing for inner voices to say, which it is true. All is well. But it's not satisfying to the mind when it's in turmoil and feeling tug of war and like, oh my gosh, I cannot make a decision here. So you can just start to tune in to your inner voice about little itty bitty things. Which way should I go, left or right? What should I do first? Call my friend or answer this email. What should I do? Should I go take a nap or should I make lunch, right? Like you can ask follow-up questions when you're not satisfied with the all is well, or you can just really start to lean into the little bitty muscle memory questions like what to wear and what to do and what to do next that can help you feel more confident about that connection to your inner voice. And I will say, you don't have to do all of these things. You don't have to ask all of these questions. It's just that in that process of coming upon guidance from your inner voice and recognizing, okay, this is at direct odds with the comfort in my mind. So what am I going to do when I feel put between and against my mind and my inner voice and just lean on whichever strategy, whichever question comes to you in that moment and trust that it's perfect for you. So the next time your mind and your inner voice are really pulling against each other, just use that as a clue to pause and check in. Release any emotions that feel sticky or stuck in that way. If you're a past client of mine, then you know the practice of releasing beanbags. And if you're totally new to it, then let's set up a call so that you can work with me and learn it. It really is best learned and experienced with support the first few times. Another thing that you can do is to practice some self-care for the mind, right? Everybody can do that. Just be gentle and curious with yourself in that process. 
You can give the situation a deadline. You can ask for signs. You can get more information from the inner voice by asking the questions that I shared. Or you can simply ask, what do I need to help soothe the mind on this topic? Right? If you only ask one question and it was that, it can really help you find some peace. And if you want to spend a whole year focused on supporting the mind while really truly getting to know your inner voice, then get on the wait list to join the season sessions. This is my signature year-long coaching program with a community of amazing women just like you who have full, busy, inspired lives, but that want more intention, inspiration, and intuition in their everyday. The doors open to the wait list on September 18th, and there's just three spaces available, so be sure to save your spot. Visit KayleenElise.com for all the information and to sign up for the wait list. All right, that's it for today's episode. I hope this has given you a few ways to overcome any inner tug of wars that you've been feeling, or at least giving you a reminder that you're definitely not alone. We have all felt that way. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.